everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DVTPFL. It's Friday. It's July 23rd. It's 2021, and we have 14 baseball games on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Genie for 07. Grant, what's happening, my friend? Uh, you know, just living the dream right now. Looking to sleep. Ordering a ton of sushi that will hopefully get here right when we're done. You're going to eat sushi and I'm going to go to sleep. That is the difference between living on the west side and the east side of the United States. <laughs> that is correct. We are brought to you by prizepicks.com. If you guys haven't checked out prize picks, make sure you head on over there, check them out. We have a lot of great content coming out with prize picks. I know Will's doing a video and we got a ton of stuff. Um, so make sure you guys are checking that out. Um, we are hoping to have some prize picks picks posted um, before we get going. But if not, as we're going through here, maybe we'll mention some like potential strikeout single stat DFS stats that you could look at on prize picks. Um, so check them out over there at prizepicks.com. And um, yeah, glad to have them aboard here on the morning grind. Uh, we get started with Atlanta at Philly. It's Max Fried. It's Zach Wheeler. Any interest here in Max Fried? Yeah, I think you kind of have to. Fried has been pretty solid so far this season, striking out 25% or 27% of lefties, 21% of righties. It's not great weather. It's going to be 80 degrees over there. But this Philly lineup is just all right. They're not great. It's a solid overall matchup, and he's a good enough pitcher, and I really like the price tag of 8.1K. So there's a few guys – right in this range that I have interest in that I'm probably just going to spread my ownership out on. Um, but you can go 95 pitches should be good enough in this spot here. So yeah, I have a decent amount of interest in Max Freed. Yeah. I mean, the strikeouts are always, I think the biggest concern when you're facing uh, Philly with a lefty Max Freed should have a really strong outing here. We actually have a little bit more pitching on this slate than we've had this week. Um, I mean, so I think it's really going to depend on what Philly lineup you get. Cause I feel like DD and Brad Miller and them and like those guys are in there. I don't think that they'll have all these lefties in there, but if they do, then it's a great spot for free strikeout wise. Cause then you get like three or four guys over like 28%. Uh, Zach Wheeler on the other side of this game, any interest in Wheeler here? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of spend ups on this slate and I think he, as of right now, he's my top one. Um, going up against Atlanta, obviously not a great matchup, but without Acuna in there, it's definitely a better matchup. Uh, been pretty solid since the sticky stuff has gone away. Last few outings haven't gone great, but he was putting up 30 points fairly consistently prior to that. So I'm fully willing to go with him, especially considering that he put up a 39-point outing less or a little over a month ago versus this team. So as of right now, he's my top spend up by a small margin. I mean, yeah, you take out Ryan Acuna, you add in Jock Peterson. You got Swanson batting like second right now, and he has like a 28% K rate. I mean, Albies is good, but he's not like the type of protection that you really want for Freeman um, with Ozuna not there right now. So, I mean, overall, this lineup has a lot of weak spots for a lineup that at the beginning of the season, we weren't taking any right-handed pitching against. So um, I'm with you on Wheeler under 10K. I think the upside is definitely there um, for this one. Um, any bats here on the Atlanta side? I don't really want any bats from this entire game. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a 14-game slate. You can be somewhat picky and cross off a couple spots, and I think this is one of those spots that you're probably going to cross off. Yep. Um, I was looking to see. Seven and a half total. Philly's a 150 favorite. So, I mean, Vegas agrees with us on this one. Yep. Yeah, it's just not great for not great for bats. All right, we're moving on. We have Washington at Baltimore. Patrick Corbin against Jorge Lopez. Any interest here in Patrick Corbin at 6,900? Nice. Uh, no. Nice, but no. Uh, he just hasn't been great so far this season. I mean, he's been all right versus lefties. He's been atrocious versus righties. He's had a few, he had a few strings of games where he actually did pretty decent, but has come back down to the Patrick Corbin we saw earlier on this season. There's probably only going to be one lefty in this lineup. So I'm full on out. And it's also in Baltimore going to be three degrees, like not great pitching weather. He's not a great pitcher is a solid overall strikeout matchup, but not nearly enough to get me on him. I mean, you look back at 2018, 2019 type numbers. Corbin was a big strikeout guy. And like, we could really count on like the strikeouts 2019 season. This dude had a 28% K rate. We look at like this season as a whole, and he has a 16.7% K rate. Um, Giving up a lot of hard contact to both sides of the plate. Just not really striking out righties, walking righties. And I mean, like you said, this game's in Baltimore. Um, I have way more interest in the Baltimore bats than I do in Patrick Corbin here. Um, any interest in Lopez going up against Washington? Yeah, not going up against Washington, not in Baltimore. Lopez has been better than his numbers have shown this year, but still not a great pitcher. And like 6K is fine, but there, there are some cheap or cheaper arms on the slate that are much better plays. So no interest in him. Um, Washington bats. What's standing out to you for Washington? I mean, Soto is still raking, um, 5.6 K. That's entirely fine. Lopez, a guy that is worse to lefties has a normal platoon split. So Soto bell, probably the two top overall plays, but anyone else that's in the lineup, it, like in turn is always in play, but it's solid hitting weather. Baltimore has a horrible bullpen, like outside of Soto and Turner, this entire team's cheap. So Harrison at 2.6K, even though Lopez is better versus the righties and lefties, great play. Like Escobar, not a bad play at 3.2K. If Zimmerman's in the lineup, 2.4K. Like you can make a super cheap stack and pay it for pitching on this spot. Soto and Bell are the two that grade out as great plays, but I'm not going to argue with almost anyone from this entire lineup. Thing. This is just a good spot right here and – I plan on playing a decent amount of them. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I think, you know, this is a good spot for Washington. Juan Soto has been crushing the ball. Um, I mean, Schwarber is getting close. We'll have to kind of see. I don't know if he'll be back. Like, it might be like next week sometime. So, we'll have to kind of see. But I think Washington's very much in play. And then I, I like the Baltimore side of this game, too. You know, Mount Castle is 3,800. Severino's 2.8k Austin Hayes is 2.8k we have some pitching to pay up for on this slate and I mean outside of Mancini this seems really cheap yeah no this is an absolutely fantastic spot for Baltimore again great ballpark great weather um Corbin struggles versus righties I'm not going to argue with throwing Mullins in your stack but he's the guy that I have probably the least interest in but Santander's 2.2k like super cheap Hayes is one of the best values on the entire slate going up against Corbin Mancini always a 
great play even at 5.2k it's not hard to round out a stack that way Moncastle's super cheap at 3.8k i mean corbin's a guy that gives a ton of hard contact does not strike out righties and this is just a spot where you can play all those guys and as you said severino at 2.8k like i have a ton of interest in baltimore they're one of my favorite stacks on the entire slate and hayes is potentially my favorite point per dollar bat on the entire slate yeah Moving on. We got St. Louis at Cincinnati. We got Wade LeBlanc against Tyler Molly. Um, any interest here in Wade LeBlanc? No, he's hot trash. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm with you. No interest in Wade LeBlanc. And I mean the Cincinnati lineup not as good um as it has been over the last, you know, as it been has really been all season. So Tyler Molly on the other side of this game. I mean, he's somewhat interesting here. I, I think ownership will definitely play a factor in this one. Recent performance pays a little bit of a factor. This game's in Cincinnati. Um, what are your thoughts here on Tyler Molly? I'm probably going to full-on fade him. There's too many other good spend-ups here. He hasn't been great over the last month. Um, not a great ballpark. Not a bad matchup, but, yeah, just playing in this ballpark. I don't think he's worth it. He is always has a shot to go over a hundred pitches, but this price tag, when you consider what else you can get on the slate, he's just not going to make the cut. I'm not going to argue with it in GBPs. Everything's fine. Ownership's going to be on all the other guys, but I have no interest in playing Molly. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this one. I, I think he's okay. 28% K rate on the season. Strikes out lefties a little bit higher than righties. Um, you know, somewhat reverse splits this season, and this team's full of righties. So I will say this. I'm not, like, running to stack St. Louis here. Um, any interest in the Cardinals? No. I mean, they have a four-and-a-half implied run total. I feel like at this moment it might be a little bit high. Molly, like I said, I don't have interest in playing him, but he's still a very solid pitcher. You're not going to get a huge outing from the Cardinals in all likelihood. It's just, it's just a spot where the pricing – of Molly, and then I'm not going to play pay five six for Arenado or Goldschmidt. The only guy I would really consider is probably O'Neill, just because small ballpark, his power grades out pretty well, and he's 3.9k. But outside of him, just no interest in anyone. Um, on the Cincinnati side of things, I mean, you want to target righties against LeBlanc. It's just there's so many injuries and banged up, and like Suarez is just not swinging the bat well right now. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Reds? I mean, yeah, I, I, I plan on targeting both sides of the plate. I mean, LeBlanc, so far this season, he really hasn't been great to either side of the plate. He's got a 5.8 XFIP going up against lefties, 5.6 XFIP going up against righties. So he's looking like reverse splits, although I think he's still – he's close to neutral splits, but probably a little bit – in between splits neutral and normal splits. So I'm entirely fine going with anything. Like I said, it's going to be 85 degrees. They're in the Great America Ball Smart Ballpark. India, so Suarez, both solid plays. But I'm, I'll am i play, if Aquino is in there, absolutely playing him. Even though he could get pinch hit for, I don't care. He's going to take the ball to the park. Nyquin, if he's in there, I'll absolutely play him at 2.8K. Vado's fine. Like I like everyone here. There's a reason why they have a 5.7 implied team total. There's an absolute smash spot against an absolutely horrible pitcher. The only thing that keeps me off of them is going to be ownership, and I still don't think that's going to be enough to keep me off of them. All right. Um, 
moving on here. We have San Diego at Miami Musgrove against Zach Thompson. Assuming that Zach Thompson is the guy that pitches today. Um, any interest here in Joe Musgrove? Not really. Guy just hasn't been the same since he can't use sticky stuff. He's not even remotely the same pitcher that he was the beginning of the season. Hasn't had over 20 points in the last 10 starts. Like just not the same guy. I, I, I don't really have any interest in using him. He's probably a decent pitcher, but he's not the guy that we saw earlier on the season. This is an absolutely loaded seven and a half to eight and a half K range. So just full on cross off for me. Yeah. I mean, like you said, he really just hasn't been pitching. Well, he's, he's, he's had a couple like good matchups and pitched. Okay. I mean, there's worse things you could do than play Joe Musgrove today. I'm probably not going to end up on him. Uh, Zach Thompson on the other side of this game, 8,800 facing the San Diego Padres. I'm probably going to pass. Yeah. It's the matchup that I'm just off. Like a kid's a solid pitcher. He's pretty darn good. May not go that late into the game though. So 8,800 in a bad matchup, just he's not worth it. Um bats in this game anything standing out to you for the Padres I'll never talk someone off of Tatis but it's in Miami it's not a good ballpark Thompson's a good pitcher so no interest in the Padres yeah I mean I'm with you on this I just no real interest um on the Miami side I mean I don't really have a ton of interest in Miami either like, yeah, Musgrove like said, in Miami, yeah, just I'm gonna pass probably. Yeah, I mean, Marte is at 5.5k, Duval's at 4.8, Aguilar is at 5.1. I'm not Rojas is 4.6k. They're priced as if they're playing in Coors and they're not, they're in the worst hitters ballpark in the league potentially. And going up against a guy that may not be as good as he was at the beginning of the season, but is still an above average pitcher, so they're full cross off for me. All right, we got Toronto at New York facing the Mets. Steven Matz against uh, McGill. Taylor McGill. Um, talk to me here about Steven Matz. No interest in him. I mean, he's going up against the Mets. He's playing in Shea Stadium, but he's not the same guy he was at the beginning of the season. Beginning of the season, he was pretty solid over the last eight, ten outings. Really has been great. Has a limited pitch count, I think. Um, they'll occasionally let him go to 100, but a lot of times they end up yanking him after four or five innings, just kind of the way they end up doing things. So not getting a ton of upside. Mets lineup is hitting a lot better recently. It is a lefty, but he's a little bit splits neutral. So I'm out on Mets. Yeah, I mean, the Mets just – they don't strike out a ton. Um, so I feel like that's always the – biggest concern with them and then on the other side like taylor mcgill he's 9k going up against toronto i wouldn't <laughs> pay i don't know if i pay 9k for well i would pay 9k for Degrom going up against toronto I, I, I don't care but a lot of aces i wouldn't pay 9k for this guy's young and not worth it that's it's just a silly price tag um bats in this game on the toronto side anything standing out to you here I mean, nothing really standing out too much, but this makes a sneaky stack. I don't think they're going to get a lot of ownership. Obviously, the price tags are a little bit constrictive, but Bichette, Springer, Hernandez are all under 5K. Like, Vlad's just awesome. Miguel has been very good to start his career here, and he's 
it's not a great ballpark, but this is still a young pitcher going up against the best hitting lineup in the majors. I don't expect them to have more than 5% ownership because of the matchup, the ballpark, everything. But anytime I can get them at low ownership, I will absolutely play them. So I'll check things tomorrow. I don't expect them to be heavily owned. So I'm going to have a sprinkle of Toronto stacks in my lineups. I mean, this guy, um, he's just, he's been running really good as far as a lot of different things, but like he's generating ground balls at a very high clip against righties. He has a very above average slider. Um, if he was cheaper, I mean, it would be a conversation as even playing him, but I mean, I I don't have a ton of interest in Toronto bats outside of a stack. Like you said, low on Toronto stack with all this power. They're in play every day. Um, any interest here in the other side um, against Matt's? Alonzo is a one-off. I'm probably staying away from everyone else. I mean, yes, Matt's is a little bit splits neutral, but the price tags on these lefties when you consider the ballpark and, and Matt's is still a good enough pitcher. I'm I'm just out on everyone else, but Alonzo's always in play. Yeah, I mean, James McCann as a catcher. Uh, if you want to go there, not going to talk you off of it. We got the Yankees and the Red Sox. Garrett Cole against Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, any interest here in Garrett Cole? Um, no. 10K, like, he's not really the same pitcher. He's going up against Boston. Boston, obviously, a good ballpark. Yes, he can go late in the games. Yes, he did just put up a massive outing versus Houston not too long ago, but I don't think I'm going to play him. I'm not buying into the fact that he just put 35 points up against him. It's in Fenway. It's just a tough spot. Like I understand other people playing him, and if he's going to be if he's going to be low owned, I'll play him. But I'd rather go with Wheeler. Yeah, I mean, I like Cole more than I like Wheeler. I think Cole's the top pitcher on the slate. I, I think Wheeler maybe a little bit safer. Um, I, I think Cole has the highest ceiling on the slate. Like he just dominated this Red Sox team. Was it last week? It was like it was very recent. Um, yeah, it was and I mean, like, ago. yeah, like I could see him dominating this offense again. This lineup, a little banged up, just overall. And I mean, the bottom of the order, just with Dahlbeck and Chavez potentially in there, they strike out at a high clip. De- Devers and Kiki, JD even striking out a high clip. Like Renfro's in there. That's another righty that he can you know overpower. So, I mean, I think Garrett Cole's the top pitcher on the slate. Um, I wouldn't argue going Cole or Wheeler over Cole. The other side of this game, we got Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, I mean, the Yankees lineup is pretty banged up right now um, between COVID and injuries. Do you have any interest here in Eduardo Rodriguez? I think you kind of have to. 8.3K, the problem is, again, he's in that range of very good pitchers um, in terms of pricing. So I'm fine with him. Will I end up with exposure to him? I don't know, but he is going up against the bottom four of that lineup that's just absolute trash. The top five isn't exactly what it used to be without judging there. So he's fine. Is he my favorite in the 8K range? No. Will I end up with some exposure to him? Probably, but it's not a great ballpark. So I'm I'm we're getting we're gonna get to some guys that I like better. We'll just put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't talk you off of playing him. Um, 8.3 K I think is a very fair price tag for him. Um, 
Like like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't sit here and talk you off of playing Eduardo Rodriguez in the spot. Um, as far as the Yankees bats go, I mean, if Gary Sanchez is out too, I mean Stanton's three point nine K, and like you always, if especially if you're playing tournaments, you always have to have exposure to Stanton at that price. Yeah, no, it's just a silly price tag. It's a great ballpark. Stan absolutely rakes. Erod's a little bit splits neutral, but Stan is just too cheap there outside of him. I mean, Torres you can go with if you want to. That's that's really it. I mean, this could be a vomit stack just because of the ballpark and the fact that Erod has run bad all season, but he is still a good pitcher, and he was due for some real positive regression and starting to – starting to come his way recently and he's put up a string of four out of five really solid outings. So I'm expecting that to continue. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of out on everyone on the Yankees outside of Stanton. I mean, Stanton's price is just too cheap. LeMayhew is another guy at second base at a position that's weak, like 4,400. Like you could play either one of these guys, especially in Boston. Torres at 3.2k like you could because of pricing you could definitely end up on a three-man Yankee stack here as far as the Red Sox go I don't have really any interest in the Red Sox here none all right we're moving on we have Tampa Bay at Cleveland Fleming against Plesic any interest here in Josh Fleming not really um we'll see what it kind of depends on the lineup to be honest I mean Fleming is a little bit, a little bit too cheap considering what this lineup may end up being. I know he hasn't been great. I know he doesn't have great strikeout stuff. I know that we can't fully rely on how late he'll or how much he'll actually pitch into the game, but they'll occasionally let him go a little bit deeper. And this is just, this could be a bad lineup. And he's got a much higher K rate going up against the lefties than he does going up against righties. Could end up seeing four of them. So kind of wait and see what the lineup ends up being, but I'd, I'd rather go with David Price probably. Um, any interest here in Plezic? I do have a little bit. I mean, I know he's not a huge strikeout pitcher, but this is a pretty solid overall strikeout lineup. Um, Plezic just throws strikes. He can go later into the game. Even if he's not going to go 100 pitches, he can still go a ways. So I don't really like playing him generally, and he's not great, but the strikeout upside and probably the low ownership at 7.3K, I just think that anytime I can get a ground ball pitcher with a plus strikeout matchup, I just think it's a solid overall spot for him. It could go terribly wrong, but he doesn't give up enough fly balls, where, and he doesn't walk anyone where the strikeout's probably will be there and he could end up with a 25 point outing here. Um, yeah, I mean, any pitcher against the Rays has strikeout upside. So that's kind of what you're saying here is you're just, you're playing the matchup more than anything else. Um, I don't hate it. He's 7,300. He's cheap. Do you have any interest in the Rays bats in this one? Yeah. The Indians. No. Oh yeah, Jose Ramirez. No, the Rays. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was uh, like, I thought I said it right. Yeah, eggs on my face there. Um, Meadows is too cheap. That's that's really the guy that ends up standing out there. But I'm not going to argue with Lau. I'm not going to argue with Franco. I'm not going to argue with Rosarina. But 
overall, like I, I think going up against an extreme ground ball pitcher, Meadows is the only one that stands out there on price. Stacks always in play. Um, yeah, I mean Meadows and Lauer, the two guys that I have the most interest in in this spot. Meadows is three point eight k. That price is fantastic for him, uh, really in any matchup. So really like the price on him. And then Lau, we already kind of talked about like second base, usually a pretty weak position. He's a guy that has some upside. On the Cleveland side of things, I mean, Jose Ramirez and Framo Reyes would be the two guys that I'd be looking at here on the Cleveland side. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like, this lineup's not very good, so. Um, Moving on. We got the White Sox and the Brewers. Uh, Giolito against Freddy Peralta. Any interest here in Lucas Giolito? I think you have to. I mean, obviously, he's a very solid pitcher. He's been... He's been pretty good this year outside of one matchup going up against the Red Sox a while ago where he was tipping pitches. Um, but he's a very good pitcher. Like he's the problem is he's 9.6 K and there's Peralta, there's Wheeler, there's Cole all on the slate. Um, he's up there. Like obviously can go over a hundred pitches, but is he my favorite? I don't know. I mean, I think both of these pitchers are like high upside, low floor type plays. Um, I think they're both like if either one of these pitchers were on like Tuesday slate, they've been like the ace to play. So, I mean, I think both of these guys, Lucas Giolito has the ceiling in this spot to outscore everybody else. Freddie Peralta on the other side has the ceiling to outscore everybody else. So, I mean, I think both these guys are like boom-bust tournament options. Um, what are your thoughts on Freddie Peralta? Kind of the same thing. Again, prefer Wheeler, probably prefer Cole. But, yeah, they're, it, it's honestly a top tier where I want to wait and see where ownership's at. Um, but Peralta, obviously one of the best strikeout pitchers in the league, can get a little bit wild, can get into some trouble, can end up with 35 points or can end up with 13 points. Always a boom-bust play. Always a guy I want to play at low ownership, but – Matcher versus the White Sox, it's just all right. They are losing the DH, which definitely helps. Um, but, like, it, it's just – it's kind of a coin flip between all the guys up at the top or roll the dice, I guess, since there's multiple, multiple of them. Um, yeah, Peralta is just right there with everyone else. It's just kind of how it is. Um, bats in this game, anything standing out to you for the White Sox? nothing they're they're expensive and they're not worth it yeah i mean i think the price is the the biggest thing here um and then like on the brewers yelich is 4200 i I could see if you're playing a bunch of teams getting some exposure to him but overall i don't have a ton of interest here yeah it's just yelich because of the price tag all right we got texas at houston um allard against oda rizzi any interest here in allard not against houston not against the low lowest strike it great team in the entire league no i mean he's been fairly solid so far this season but this is not a good matchup um and then oda rizzi on the other side of this game i mean he just hasn't been pitching great sure he could have some upside but he's 8500 for the way that he's been pitching i really don't have a ton of interest in him yeah, I mean, he's just a slightly above average strikeout pitcher. Never know how late he's going to go to the game. They can pitch him 70 or they can pitch him 100. Hasn't been pitching great recently. 
Um, Texas is a good enough overall matchup. Um, but I, I, I think I just, again, this is a stacked range. I'd rather go elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, like Oda Rizzi's strikeout rate is like 18% on the season and his, he has been absolutely atrocious against lefties, 377 Woba, 262 ISO, um, allowing 48% hard contact on 42% fly balls. And there's a lot of left-handed power here. And if you can't strike them out, they're going to beat you. Um, so, I mean, I have a lot more interest in the Texas bats like Joey Gallo, Nate Lowe, Garcia. Um, and if you want to make it a four or five man, just any of these guys that are cheap. I know um, like Willie, Willie Calhoun is still a month or so away from the report that came out earlier today. But I mean, this Texas team is still really strong. Yeah. I mean, it worries me that there's a 3.6 implied team total for him, but that price tag on low is just bad at 3.5 K and Gallo has just been on a heater for the last month and a half. Um, Garcia is obviously a solid overall bad odor is he? Yes. Has almost a five X going up against lefties. It, it's it's the lefties in this lineup that I prefer, but it's really only three bats that I like. It's low, it's Garcia, it's Gallo. Everyone else is just super cheap. Like outside of um, Tanner Falifa, no one is over 3K. Actually, probably everyone will be minimum priced outside of those four guys. I mean, yeah, that's just... I think the Texas, like a secondary stack or even like a full-on stack has a lot of upside in the spot. They really do. On the Houston side, I mean, it's a soft toss and lefty against Houston. You could play really any of these guys. Don't be afraid to play the lefties against Allard either. Yep, yep. Allard has been semi-splits neutral so far this season, still giving up a decent amount of bombs both sides. One thing he does have is strikeouts versus lefties but Brantley doesn't really strike out a huge rate. His price tag at 3.6K is still too cheap, but yeah, pretty much everyone here. Like, It's just just the spot that they're in. It's a solid one. All right, we got Detroit at Kansas City. Uh, Peralta against uh, Bubich. Any interest here in Willie Peralta? No. I know that he's done all right so far this season, but he's not a great pitcher. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not playing him here. And then Chris Bubich on the other side of the, the plate here, coming off of probably his best start. Oh, I guess he had a good start against Minnesota earlier this season. But I mean, he's 5K. Does the price appeal to you at all here? I mean, a little bit if I need it. He's one of the cheapest guys on the entire slate. He can go 100 pitches. I don't love it, and I don't love the weather. It's going to probably be 91 degrees over in KC tomorrow for the game. The five implied team total for Detroit worries me, but I don't know if I'm going to need the price savings. I haven't created lineups, but the price is just cheap, and he can put up 15. That's really all you're hoping for. Um, Detroit Bats, anything standing out to you here? Nothing in particular. I mean, they're just they're not a great team. I know that Scope... Grossman, Haas, all have pretty solid numbers versus lefties so far this season. Those would be the guys that I would be willing to play. Um, anyone else you can just throw into a stack. Um, again, it's going to be hot. It's not a bad hitting ballpark. That's pretty much what it is. Like, they're, a lot of these guys are cheap. I'm not playing Cabrera, and 
done playing Cabrera. But uh, Grossman, Haas, and Scope are all pretty solid overall plays. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Scope was cheap on Fandle. I don't have Fandle pulled up in front of me, but he's someone that, like, if he's still, um, you know, cheap over there, I don't hate the idea of playing him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton of interest in Detroit. Eric Haas is so expensive now that, like, you really – paying up at catcher almost to play Eric Haas at this point but I mean he I don't think he's terrible on the Kansas City side of things um Peralta is beatable Badu 3500 or not Badu um I'm losing a dude Ben Attendee 4100 um definitely you know one of those guys that I'm looking at here what are your thoughts on Kansas City I mean Peralta really does not strike out much of anyone. He's been a pretty all right ground ball pitcher so far this season. So I want to target the guys with power, um, which is Solaire at 2.8K. I know he hasn't been great this season, but Solaire, Dozier, and then Benintendi probably. And if you want to round out your stack, like I don't have a problem with Witt or Perez. Both of them are very solid, just they're expensive. Um, and O'Hearn there, if he's in the lineup, 3,300 is not bad either. But he's just gotten a lot of ground balls, so you're just looking for the power, guys. All right, we got the Angels and the Twins. Cobb against Hap. Um, any interest here in Alex Cobb? Uh, I do. The five run total uh, for the Twins kind of scares me off, but Cobb's obviously a very solid overall pitcher. He's been – Pretty good so far this season. Above average strikeout pitcher. The lineup's going to be without Nelson Cruz since he's he's done gone now. But uh, Cobb, 3.5 X whip on the season, 25% K rate, ground ball pitcher. Without Cruz in that lineup, it's not nearly as good. The weather worries me a little bit over Minnesota. But, yeah, I mean, Cobb's che- too cheap for the, even for this matchup. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even be shocked if Donaldson's moved by the end of this game, like before this game. Like, I mean, this could be a really weak Minnesota lineup. I mean, they're they're obviously in sell mode. Um, we'll see. I mean, I think Donaldson's contract would might keep him in Minnesota, but I mean, I think Alex Cobb is very playable here. Like the price tag, you know, we don't have like you said, we we have like a lot of options in this range. Um, so um any interest in no. half on the other side? No. <laughs> yeah, me either. I don't mind like playing the Angels um right now, but I mean, yeah. Um what are your thoughts playing against the Angels? What are your thoughts on the Angels bats? I mean, Hap has been all right. You know, his acts have been fairly solid going up against lefties, getting a lot of ground balls. I don't care, I'll still play. Um Otani Walsh. Uh Upton and Stassi are the main two plays. I mean, both of them can obviously have bombs. I think Hap's still giving up the most barrels per plate appearance in the entire majors. Like, he's just been bad this season. He's giving up a ton of hard contact to righties, lots of fly balls, not really striking out either side of the plate, both of them sitting at around 18%. So I'll play the cheap guys. I'll play Marsh. I'll play anyone except for Fletcher at 4.5K just because there's no upside. But the two through six hitters, even in Iglesias at 3.4K, there's worse things you can do. Like, this is just a solid spot, and I always target versus half. So anyone 
with any semblance of power is going to go in my lineup in this lineup. Um, yeah, let's talk Minnesota. Back. I just man, it's like the it, the Minnesota lineup is just um, I don't know. It's this is beatable. What are your thoughts on Minnesota? Like I just no one. I, I yeah, I was gonna say it's such a it's a, such a beatable lineup for Cobb that it's like. Maybe Donaldson or Polanco, but I mean, not, I don't want to pay five k. It's a fourteen a game pitcher. slate. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pittsburgh at San Francisco. We got Chad Cool against Johnny Cueto. Um, any interest here in Chad Cool? No, he's trash. Eh, I mean, I've definitely talked about playing some pitchers against San Francisco here recently. Um. But yeah, what are your thoughts on Johnny Cueto? Uh, Johnny Cueto's fine. Um, 7.5K going up against Pittsburgh. There's worse things you can do. I really doubt I'm going to play him again. It's just the stacked spot that is the five and a half to six, seven and a half to eight and a half K pitching range. So he's a 20% K rate pitcher. Uh, even in a good matchup, I just don't think he's going to get enough to get it done. I mean, there's worse things than playing anybody against Pittsburgh. <laughs> so um, I just – he's already had his his 25-point game this season. So, I mean, it's tough to play him at this point. But I'm not running out of my way to play the Pittsburgh bats against him. I mean, I will say this. Like, if you're looking for, like, a dumpster stack, Pittsburgh is really cheap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but the only two guys that were – it's in San Francisco. It's going to be 59 degrees. It's not really great hitting weather. I mean, if I'm going to dumpster stack, I'd rather go with Texas. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Um, San Francisco, Posey's 5K. The guy, like, I I want all the one-offs of Yaz in this spot. Like, Yaz is 4,100. We've talked about some cheap outfielders today. Um, but, yeah, Yaz is 4,100. Yeah, yeah, this is an absolutely fantastic play at that price tag. I don't mind playing Posey. Cool has been bad to both sides of the plate. He's not really striking out a ton of guys. He gets really wild, so stocks or stacks fully in play. You can throw a Dickerson in there. You can throw a Wade LeBlanc in there. Or Lamont. I hate LeBlanc. No, Lamont Wade. Um, yeah, like, yeah, this is the great play, but a stacks in play just because it can get wild. Um. Colorado at LA taking on the Dodgers. We got Chichi Gonzalez against David Price. I mean, the the Dodgers lineup is banged up, but I still don't see myself using Chichi Gonzalez. Sorry, what'd you say? I said the Dodgers lineup is banged up, but I don't think anybody's using Chichi Gonzalez. No, just absolutely not. Um, David Price, sixty three hundred. I mean, 66 pitches last time out. Yeah, and they and already talked it about a, how the, it yeah, it's going to rise. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, if we're getting 80 pitches out of David Price, like solid overall pitcher, Rockies first game back from Coors, it's only going to be 76 degrees over in L.A. Like, yeah, load up on David Price. This, this price tag's too cheap if he can go 80 pitches. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a great spot. He's going to be very popular here. Um, and I still think I'm going to play him. Yep. (laughs) Don't even care. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um. All right. Bats in this game. Anything here for the Rockies? Nope. They're all priced up. Well, the ones I want to play are Crone and Story are priced up, and Price is a solid overall pitcher. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a ton of interest here. As far as the the Dodgers are concerned, though, I mean, I quietly think they're like one of the top stacks on the slate, but they're really expensive. Yeah, that's fine. Doesn't matter. You can throw a BD in there if you need to. Um, yeah, they're not cheap, but like as a mini stack, I mean, Chi-Chi's just bad. Like he's not good. Dodgers are very good. There's a reason why they have a five and a half implied run total. Just play Dodgers. Like I'm not going to, all of them are good. Chi-Chi's just bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> like the Dodgers, man. They're like that late hammer. So, uh, Oakland at Seattle to finish us out here. Montas against Kikuchi. Um, any interest here in Frankie Montas? Yeah, I have a lot of interest in Frankie Montas. Um, he's just like, first of all, he could end up seeing four to five lefties in this lineup and Montas on the season. Obviously, he's striking way more lefties out than righties. He's sitting at a 4.3 XFIP, but he's still a solid overall pitcher. Gives up a little bit of hard contact, but the fly balls have come down over the last month. And this is not a great team. Kalanick is not good, and he's been terrible in the majors. Um, but again, he's going to be facing five, possibly six lefties. And this is a 27% K rate lineup. Like Montas is quite possibly my favorite pitcher on the slate. Yeah, I mean, Seattle's another team that could potentially move some of these bats, too. So, I, I mean, mean, who are they going to move? Hanniger and Seeger? Seeger. Yeah, I mean, I think teams have definitely been calling for Hanniger, don't you? No? Uh, I assume so. He's one of the best hitters in the league. Yeah, so, I mean, Montas, I think, is a very solid play. He has a ton of upside here. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi, I mean... He's had two really bad starts in a row, <laughs> like really bad starts in a row. Do you think he gets back on track here? Or, or, I mean, there's plenty of pitching that we don't really have to worry about it. I mean, it depends on how many left. If they throw three lefties in the lineup, he's in play. He's not a great play, but obviously a whole lot better versus lefties than versus righties. Um, but, I mean, even though he's been not great his last two starts, I'm not fully buying into that. Like, it happens. It's not like... He walked some guys in one of them, but it was pretty much just Babbitt. So I'm, I'm not – I don't really care. I'm still willing to play Kikuchi at that price tag. He definitely has some upside. He can end up with 25 points, 30 points in this matchup. And outside of the last two, you look at the last eight, and he's averaging over 20. So this price tag is probably a little bit too low. I, I'm entirely fine with him. I just kind of want to wait and see the lineup, of how many lefties they throw in there, because that could end up determining it if they just platoon out everyone. Um, yeah. Bats in this game, anything standing out no. to you? Yeah, I mean, for for this big a slate, I just don't see myself ending up here. Yeah, Olsen's the one guy I would think about, but he's 6-3 and in lefty-lefty matchup. And on the other side, Hanniger with Montas with his reverse splits would be the one guy I would think about. He's 5-6. I mean, one person you could take a shot on is Seager. Seager's still great. Montas does strike out lefties at a pretty heavy clip and Seeger's 
can strike out a decent amount. Um, but I, I just think I'm fading everyone. All right, let's play the morning grind game. Um, just check prize picks. Not seeing anything up yet. Um, again, if you haven't checked out prize pick, make sure you guys use the promo code grinders right now until the end of July. You get a hundred percent deposit match bonus up to a hundred bucks. So if you deposit a hundred, you'll get a hundred. Check that out. Um, love what they're doing over there on prize picks. I really do. I play like the disc golf stuff a ton over there. Um, they're one of the only sites that offer fantasy disc golf. And I mean, even looking at this weekend, the tournament starts early Friday morning. So if you're listening to this, I really like the under uh, for Paul McBeth, Brody Smith and Jeremy Coling. They have been playing great here. Um, I watched the practice round with Jeremy and Coling, and he was throwing really good. So Paul McBeth is on fire. So you could, you know, take that little three man there. And I think Brody's score is just a little too high. So you can definitely take the under on all three of those guys. Um, I was Brody, hoping Macbeth and who Brody Smith under Jeremy Coling under and Paul Macbeth under. I'm going to throw it in there. Cause why not? I just, I, I did it already too. So, um, Oh, we have to take an over. Uh Oh, um, Ooh, taking an over is tough on this course. I mean, you can do the two man. Oh, we could do a two man. I think so. Let's see. I think disc golf. You have to do. Yeah, you, you got to have one at least over. one. Um. All right, we're gonna take. We're gonna take over on Drew Gibson. I like I think it. His, I think his score is a little too high. I'm throwing I'm in. mine in there too. Let's do it. Let's hit this four correct pick for five x. Um. Hopefully it hits. It's been hot on disc golf, man. I've been crushing over there. Um, so I was hoping we'd get some baseball posted. There's a few things for the Arizona Chicago Cubs game. Um, I mean, you could right now you could take the under on everybody for the Cubs, but um, hopefully next week when we do this, uh, we'll have some baseball stuff up night before and be able to uh, talk about it a little bit more. But if you have any, like maybe I'll, you know what I'll do, Grant. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll send you a text around like two or three and um, we'll look at some of the baseball stuff and maybe we'll give out a three for that. We both like I'll tweet it out and I'll tag you in it and we'll do that. Sounds good to me. All right. Morning grind game time under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Uh, who do you like today? Honestly, probably just going to go. I'll go with play sec. I'm going to go Alex Cobb over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bus today? That's a little bit tough. Um, Miguel. I'm going to go Jake Odorizzi. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who's going yard today? Uh, Joey Gallo. Oh, I like it. I'm going to go Juan Soto um, because what is he not hitting over the fence right now? Uh, under 4K to get two hits. Who do you got today? Austin Hayes. I like that. I like it. I'm going to go Austin Meadows against Plesic. Austin's. Uh, stack to score six or more runs. Who do you got? Going Baltimore. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to go to the Dodgers. Nice. Thought about Texas. I like Texas too. I'm going to go to the Dodgers. All right. We got our prize pick <laughs> disc golf picks in. Make sure you guys are checking out prize picks, man. Love what they're doing over there. Use promo code grinders. Take advantage of that. 
Um, 100% deposit match bonus up to 100 bucks right now. Like I said, until the end of July. That's going to wrap it up here for Friday. No NASCAR this weekend. Stevie's off. I'm going to go play disc golf, Grant. That's what I'm going to do. Thanks. All right. Hope you guys have an awesome weekend. We'll be back on Monday talking some more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then. See you, kids.